Live from downtown Boogertown, it's Three Hillbillies on a Couch with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, and Buford, three of the hillbillies in the holler. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. All right, welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. And I'm Biggins. And you're here with three hillbillies on a couch. And today we're talking about the good old days. I like uh, good old days. I know, me too. Uh, you know, a lot has changed in in our lifetimes. We're, I guess, what they call Gen Xers. Uh, we're that that uh, group that still used a corded phone that was hung to the wall. Rotary phone. Knows yeah. How, yeah, but knows how to to work a computer and a smartphone. Well, you do. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we, uh, we got talking about all the things that have changed since we were kids and stuff that, that people don't do anymore. You know, I, I was the first kid, I think, in my school to get a cell phone, but it wasn't a cell phone. It was a bag phone that was in my car out in the parking lot, and it was only in my car because my parents had it, and they had me driving that car at that time. But <laughs> it was, you know, wasn't nothing you carried around with you, and you sure didn't play games on it. Okay. And it was 37 cents a minute every time you got on the phone. I was phone. about to ask you, because I'm familiar, obviously, with cell phones today, and I remember seeing on TV those bag phones, but I never saw one in person. They didn't have cell towers. I mean, how did that operate? They had cell towers. They just were very rudimentary. But, yeah, you, um, you, you, it was just like a regular phone. You punched in the number and hit a send button, and then you talked on it, and, and it was pretty decent for the time. Um, by today's standards, it wasn't that good. But the worst part of it was the charge. You might get a plan back in those days that had um, unlimited local calling. But every time you called anybody anywhere else, man, it's 40, 50 cents a minute. I mean, you and if you went somewhere else, like my parents used to come down here to visit me back in the late 90s when I first moved here. And they wouldn't use their cell phone the whole time they was here because they'd get a roaming charge. And that roaming charge, they'd be spending 30 cents a minute every time they talked on the phone. I mean, we, these days with unlimited this and unlimited yeah. that, I mean, you don't even make a long distance phone call anymore. I don't think you could make. I tell you what, you don't see anymore is a pay phone. I know. I took a picture of my my pay boys phones used to be everywhere. standing next to a pay phone at Disney World, shrugging, going, "What, what, what is, is this, Dad?" <laughs> well, you know, the uh, I thought we were high tech when they, you could get that card that had like twenty something numbers on it. Yeah. That way you wouldn't have to call collect. You yeah. could type them numbers in, and they'd be like ten. Ten yeah. cents a minute or whatever. If you, and you had to go through all them numbers. You missed one of them. You had to start over. Well, you know, I was on the road a lot like you were back in the day. Payphones. Yeah, and uh, my mama, we'd, we'd go to do a, me and my brother would go to do a folk art show somewhere. And she'd say, call us when you get there. Let us know you're all right. Just call collect and we'll refuse the charges. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought I was the only one. <laughs> no. You call. You call. <laughs> You have you a call, click call from uh, Buford. I made it here okay. All right, I'll see you back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you accept I the thought charges? I was the only one. No. <laughs> uh, uh, you be like where we was at from there up to town. We'd be at the skating rink or something other. He'd be in there and you call collect back to the house. He goes, you got a call from, pick me up at 9 11, you click. Oh, oh that's awesome. if, if we, oh, I thought I was the only one did that. No, what do you, you remember? Now, we used to, uh, we was in Memphis. It was, I think it was cricket service to come out. It was right around there where all that started at, at it. But if you had one minute on your phone left, 
you could make and receive calls to when you had the minutes and stuff. So I'd sit there and you'd talk for 55 seconds, hang your phone up, and call right back. Hang your phone up every fifty-five seconds. You hang your phone up. <laughs> and you can keep that last yeah, minute. Yeah, you keep that last minute. That's well, I didn't know you, that. It will let you make and receive calls. You had the minute on there still. That's funny. Uh, wow. No, I never heard that one. Well, you now that we, you know, we text and get frustrated if we don't get a return text within seconds. And of course, when we travel is is uh, postcards. Oh yeah. And whatever town you're going into, you look for the American flag because that's the post office. Yeah. That's where you get your stamps and you send a postcard off. And uh, you'd have an address usually where you're going to be performing exactly. next two or three weeks. And that yeah. way, when you got that hotel, they'd be, and it's like Christmas. You'd have all this mail from waiting all, on you. Waiting on you. And it just made traveling better. Yeah. You said, we, we made it to Boulder. By the time you get this, we'll be in San Francisco. <laughs> At this address. Hell to this address. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the thrill, you got to see that pack of letters, and, and you'd read them over and over. And over. Now we just text. A lot of fun's been taking that. I look like that. jail with letters. Jail with letters? Yeah. yeah. Mail time. Cause I mean, Mail it call. Make, it, it makes your day to get a letter in jail. It really will. It makes your day to stand call. in line hoping that you got one in there. What about love letters? These young people now, they, <laughs> they send love text or, I mean... Well, they I mean, love letters. I used, to, I used to read that. I bet you I, I had letters when I was a teenager. I read a thousand times over yeah, and over. But they don't do stuff like that now. Now no, they, they ain't got no. Now they talk about bad stuff. And well, they send texts and and yeah. ugly pictures to yeah. one another. Yeah. And yeah, there's no there's yeah. no romance left. And I'll tell you something else. I found out from our daughters that are in their twenties now. Um, apparently, using a um, using a period in a um, a text message is considered aggressive. Uh, Beulah Dean was texting one of our daughters yesterday, and she said, well, we'll be there at 2 o'clock, period. Um, mm -hmm. I'll bring such and such, period. And she texts back, are you mad at me? She said, no, I'm not mad at you. Why would you think I was mad at you? Well, because you're using periods. That's aggressive. I said, um, no. no, that's just good grammar. And the worst part of it is that daughter's a school teacher. I'm like, you've got a school teacher telling us not to use grammar. I said, I told, I texted Beulah Dean. I wrote, I want to eat. So I am hungry. I want to eat you and the kids. Okay. Uh, you and the kids too. Okay. No then period. I wrote back, I am hungry, period. I want to eat, period. You and the kids too? Question mark. I said, punctuation makes a difference. It means things. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's, I had some bad ones. That they like, <laughs> I was like, let's, let's, what the? <laughs> I saw a t-shirt that said, let's eat grandma. Let's eat, comma, grandma. Punctuation saves lives. Uh, <laughs> but it's not, it's, it's not, but that's the, that's the way they are these days. Oh, you can't use punctuation. That's aggressive. Okay. Anything I do, and you know what I hate? What? I can't do texting. So I was going to do the, they got to, on when you're doing text message, there's a button of a microphone. You can touch mm -hmm. it. That's what I do all the it. time. They don't do it right for me. Heck no. Mine, mine just has a question mark sometimes. I well, have no you, idea. What. It's because you talk big but, and Z's, it, but I, I speak try English. Talk into it regular, and I can say, never gets what right. time are y'all going to be there? And it'll say, bok choy, when, eating liver, twice on Sunday. And I'm like, what I, the? Isn't that what you said? <laughs> no. I, it sounded like it, it, sounded it, like it to me. Well, you said regular. 
Ain't a computer in this world that's programmed to hear regular. Well, it's right. regular. There's yeah. just a good business idea. You could make a redneck hillbilly and speech to text speech to text application, That's and then we idea. could do a GPS. Take it right up yonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going out. We're going out to Egypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know what that means? Yeah, <laughs> getting out of town. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, if somebody told me 30 years ago we was going to be able to take pictures with your telephone, I'd laughed at them. I'll tell you the one that got me. There was a, a, a meme going around for a while. It was a, it was a picture of a, um, ad from Radio Shack in the 1970s and had all these different electronics devices on it. And it said, every device on this page has been replaced by your phone. Oh, yeah. There was a tape recorder. Yeah. Compass, gone. Um, calculator. Telephone, calculator, uh, all these things. Everything on that thing, mm -hmm. your phone will do now. Ain't wow. that something? Okay. And when we were kids in the 70s, there wasn't no way in the world we could have foreseen that. No. Let alone paying for your water. It's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. That is I mean, crazy. Somebody, I had a cousin, and uh, he, he, uh, he's going to bottle his spring water because people go down there and with their yeah. milk jugs after they clean yeah. them out and fill them up with this spring water. He had real good water down there. He decided he going to sell that thing and he couldn't get anybody to get behind well, it because everybody laughed at him. They said, ain't nobody going to pay money for water. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you what, my granddaddy would have just died if he would seen anybody yes. paying money for water. Coca-Cola. Oh, excuse me. A Coca-Cola was a treat. You got to get a Coca-Cola. Yeah, you know, got one a week. And you go in the store and you look now, and the water, which is free at the house, you had to drink all the time, cost more than the Coca Cola. They make more money off water than they do Coke now. Well, Lord, they'd have to. They ain't nothing in it but just water. Well, not, well, no. Some of these waters, they're, and I'm not going to name any brand names because I don't want to get sued, but some of these waters, they're putting uh, uh, salt and magnesium sulfide and stuff in there. To make you thirstier. So you you drink the water more. and then you're going to buy more water. We're going to take a break from <laughs> BigfootSearchGear.com. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back. Oh, well, I mean, it is, now we talked about, we talked about, you know, things that have changed since the 70s. I'll tell you the one thing that, that has changed a lot is Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, it's that just, was a highlight. Casper. Casper the friendly guy. It's just gone. It ain't, uh, it ain't it ain't around no more. Um, we had a 
We we used to get up. I used to get up in the morning and go downstairs and make myself a big bowl of cereal and turn on the TV and I'd watch Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner Hour and I'd watch the mm-hmm. um, the uh, Hanna Barbera Hour and Did you, you see know, Casper Amazing Races and Casper yeah. and all that stuff. Amazing Race is great. Oh, the Laugh Olympics was the one. Laugh, Laugh Olympics. Olympics. Yes, that's the stage left even. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, and great thing. Mutley. All right already. <laughs> Yeah, it was great. I actually took my kids to see the new Scooby Doo movie last year, and uh, and they had a bunch of those characters in there: Mutley, and Dirk Dastardly, and who's the Doom Buggy? Um, oh, that was um, uh, what was he? The Doom Buggy had top tape. Yeah. Uh, have y'all seen? I know they got like Cartoon Network that shows all that crap on it, but they got one at Boomerang. We shows all the old stuff. Looney Tunes and all yeah, that all stuff. Yeah, all of our coming. stuff. Yeah, because we got, I, I spent extra money on the TV just for that, for Bug and all of them to be able to yeah. watch. And I sat down, and the grandkids now, they be able to sit down and watch it with them. Yeah. Tom and Jerry and the Bugs Bunny. And See, my kids love that old stuff. They love Tom and yeah. Jerry. They love uh, Scooby-Doo. They love uh, yeah. Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner. In fact, they'll get into big arguments about, well, now that's not really Elmer Fudd. That's the earlier version of Elmer Fudd. Oh, yeah. They, before he had the name. And yeah. Uh, they know the difference. They know the difference. Yeah, they even introduced me to some interesting stuff that I didn't know, and I thought I knew everything about it. So, Well, there's a difference between the Porky Pigs and the, the Mickey Mouse and Goofy stuff versus the, what, the Hanna-Barbera. And the, yeah. Well, did you ever see, I, I, uh, I bought a, uh, video at a at a convention years ago that was called censored cartoons and it was all these cartoons that they don't play anymore because of racial content and stuff oh yeah yeah um and there were a lot of them back then that were that were a little bit too uh risque for today's uh market but one of the funny things that they had on that was a it was must have been a part of a troop film or something but it was Porky Pig hammering a nail on a roof. And he hits his thumb. He hits his thumb. He goes, oh, son of a, be, 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 uh, son, of a be, uh, son of a gun. And then he looks at the camera and he goes, you thought I was going to say son of a, uh, didn't you? <laughs> I'm telling you what, I died laughing when I saw that the first time. And it's, it's old. It's black and white. It's very obviously from like World War II. But man, I couldn't believe that. Well, no, they well, used had one to, that, they had a cartoon in front of the movies. Yeah, back in the day, sure. You, you yeah. Went, you went, there was a cartoon in front of the movies, and so there was stuff like that that was on it because there was adults sitting there watching it. Well, know? right. And that was the thing about uh, those Looney Tunes cartoons. They always appealed to the kids and the adults. There would be inside jokes mm-hmm. that only the grown-ups got. Yeah. And you'd see like Three Stooges before movie. But then the Fox and the Hound, they actually made a movie about Fox and the Hound because they used to be the pre-show, yeah. you know, cartoon before the movies. There, there was a, uh, there was a, one of those videos was on that thing that I saw that was uh, gotten rid of because of racial content was, was a propaganda film that uh, they had made during World War II where Jack, where these, uh, Bugs Bunny washed up on a South Pacific island, and there was a couple of Japanese the soldiers the there. Yeah, yeah. And it yeah, was, yeah. I it remember was them. Very, it was very bad racial stereotypes that we do not consider acceptable today. But uh, and 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 Bugs Bunny was using some pretty horrible racial slurs. Yeah. But um, he did this thing where they he was driving an ice cream truck, 
and they all come running up to get ice cream sticks from him and and uh, inside you can see like the the uh, x-ray vision of it and you can see that there's a hand grenade inside <laughs> and he's handing them all these Japanese soldiers and they go running off screen and then there's this big boom and he's riding his his little uh ice cream truck away and the guy comes running up with a stick and it says on it good for one free and he's all blackened and exploded he's like i got a free one and bugs goes business is booming and gives him another one and the guy runs off and blam well yeah but come on at that time they well, bombed Pearl we were Harbor. we were at war we were yeah. at war exactly propaganda got, is i'm not nice this went out the window you, you bombed pearl harbor shouldn't have did that we're going to make fun of your yeah, cartoons I would, now. <laughs> I wouldn't call you bad stuff if you didn't do that. It was good up to that point. That's kind funny. of brought this on yourself. <laughs> we got them back with the cartoons. That's right. Well, that's what, now I'll be I'll tell, talking about bringing it on yourself. A, a good friend of ours, uh, Bob Nelson, the comedian that was, uh, he used to do Jiffy Jeff, the boxer, and uh, um, he uh, he was in the movie Kindergarten Cop with uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, funny man! But uh, Bob, Bob Nelson does a thing in his act where he puts on these glasses that have got slanted eyes, yeah. and he does this character he calls Pinier, and it's a very stereotypical Chinese character. And he does all these jokes, and then he tells people during his show, he says, "You know, he says I have people come up to me after the show and say that's racist. You shouldn't do that." And he says, "And I take these glasses and I show them right here on the inside. It says." Made in China. What did they think we were going to do with them? <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, it's an uh, internal problem. Yeah. He said, uh, it's, uh, I bought these glasses from a company in China. Uh, if it's racist, they made them for me. So, uh, you know, what did they think we were going to do with them? But um, that's the truth. It's a very funny act, actually. He does the thing about, uh, says uh, how... how uh, how Chinese children get their name said so that when the mother's given birth, they give her the family walk and she throws it and whatever noise it makes, that's the child's name. So she's just a little upset. She throws it and it goes, bing, pow, and that's the kid's name. And said another time she gets really mad, she just throws it and it goes, bing, dang, bang, ching, ching, pang, ting, pam, pang, but yeah, I, I oh, know. That's funny. That's funny. But I know that that that's the thing. They make jokes about about us too. I mean, everybody does. Oh, everybody, God, yeah. Everybody's got jokes they they make about other people. Oh yeah, they did the whole uh, square dance with the two hillbillies pulling beards and the swing. Oh, abs- oh absolutely! All Boy. over the hills yeah. and the mountains and the yeah the the. But I like it's fun. I thought it's funny. Why, why, why did people make it up so make upset fun about this? Laugh together, celebrate. Uh, yeah. I laugh at it. I thought it's funny. I, I say what we need to do what? is make everybody in the world sit down and watch Blazing Saddles and go. That's how it used to be, and we all got along. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. That's how you... Isn't that the truth? Watch Sanford and Son. Yeah. Turn around and watch all the family. Speaking of Sanford and Son. New Zoo Review. Yeah. Do you know what I just found out this week that I never knew? What? You know what Red Fox's real name was? No. John Sanford. Yeah. Really? I did not know that. His real name was John Sanford. Wow. So, if we, but really though, if we would go back and you sit and watch things like that, even you know, say the Blazing Saddles or say those shows, and just stuff you laughed, it was hilarious, and they didn't cut anybody out. 
We made fun of white people, Chinese people, black people, you know, Jewish Puerto people, Mexicans, Jewish, whatever was in there. Right. And Don Rickles emceed the whole thing. Yeah, and yeah. Got made fun of, and it was hilarious. Well, it comes down belt. to, is it done with love or is it done with exactly. hate? It's intent. And because it, yeah, there was, in that movie theater, when that was showed, there was every race and creed of people that they just made fun of was all sitting together Watching that and they'd show. laugh and point at each and other. Yeah. And point at each hey, other. Got the whole time. Yeah, they got you on that one. Yeah, though. It's yeah, a badge of honor if Don Rickles got a hold of you. Yeah. People Absolutely. standing in line of all races and creeds yeah. was just like, I hope he gets on me. I Absolutely. hope he gets on me. Yeah. And they just love it. Yeah. So it just it makes no sense to me. Uh, it makes so too thin skinned sensitive. Yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. Um, I, well, we've got more to say on this subject, but uh, we're going to take another quick break for a word from our sponsor, coffeeandsugar.com. And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K-A-W-F-E-E-A-N-D-S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the Hillbillies in the Holler sent you. And we're back. So I heard a guy today, we were talking about all this you know, political correct comedy and stuff. Um, I saw a guy today on TikTok talking about... Um, uh, being offended. They said, well, I was offended. So? Yeah. What happened? He said, I've never once heard anybody say, I went to a comedy club and this guy made jokes about Christianity and I woke up the next day with leprosy. Nope. Doesn't happen. You got offended. You got offended? Let it go. Get over it. You know, move on. Um, I'm not going to do anything in my show particularly to offend anybody, but I did... But I have done things that unintentionally offended people. I did a joke one time. I did it for a long time in my act about a cow that said um because he was dyslexic. And one day this girl comes up to me at intermission of the show and said, she's crying and her mother's crying. Both of them just bawling. She said, uh, I have dyslexia and I can't believe you would make fun of me in your show. And I said, well, baby, I didn't make fun of you. I made fun of dyslexia. And her mother said, well, it's a serious condition. You wouldn't make fun of cancer, would you? And I said, yeah, I would. And I have a daughter who's fighting it right now. She said, well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't mean to offend you. I said, you didn't offend me because you don't know me and you don't know what I'm going through. But I said, yes, I make jokes about cancer. And yes, I'll make jokes about dyslexia. I said, because when you put something on a pedestal and say, we can't laugh at this, that you make it holy. You give it power over you. Yeah. But if you drag the boogeyman out from under the bed and you laugh in his face, you take his power away. The movie Rise of the Guardians was all about the uh, Easter Bunny and Santa Claus mm-hmm. and, and yeah. all that. The bad guy in that movie was the boogeyman. And the end of it, spoiler alert, the end of it, laughing at him is what sent him back to his space yeah. under the bed. And what is comedy? I love your definition. Pain plus distance. Yeah. Yep. Took the coronavirus. Serious thing. Yep. People got upset on the bus the other day because I make a joke about it. When I talk about uh, ranching your step off, you know, you got to ranch your tomato off. Right. And I said, because this coronavirus is going around. You know, I said, so you got to be careful, y'all. I said, I'm not a fear of it. I don't drink Mexican beer. 
So it don't bother me. <laughs> I said, but if there's ever a Bud Light virus, there'll be an epidemic at my house. We'll need them shots. When the people got off the bus, they said, I cannot believe you made light of the coronavirus. I said, well, that's the only way I don't deal with it. Well, we was sick with it for two months. I said, my dad died from it. So, right. So, uh, it don't offend me. I don't I, see why it does you. I you think know. that trumps your uh, yeah, sick with it. You know, my dad passed away of it. And the only way I know to deal with it is to laugh at it. Because if I give it the power to sit there, then that, it, it bothers the crap out of me. Right. So let's joke about it. Let's, let's laugh, laugh about it. it. Let's just, it's, yeah. Whatever. And your daddy would have laughed at that joke. Daddy would have died laughing. He'd have died daddy laughing at that joke. That's the funniest the, thing in the world. Well, he'd have died laughing if the coronavirus hadn't got him first. Right. <laughs> 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 he'd have laughed at that one, too. Right. No, that's, there used to be a time where it was sticks and stones may break bones, but uh, uh, words will never hurt me. I'm yeah, saying that, that over and over. Now, everybody, up. if you say something, they're just so offended. And now it's well, they want to be. It's popular to be the victim now. Yeah, I think yeah. that's popular. In well, now society. we need to rewrite that for today. Now it's sticks and stones may break my bones, but words are a hate crime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially if they got a period on the that end of them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Good callback. If they ride my bus. And they're probably going to get offended because I've done stopped. Worrying about that. Yeah, worrying about what y'all think. Yeah. If you come out here and went to a comedy show and you want to go do comedy, let's do comedy. Well, it's like I tell them on, on the bus. Yeah. I do. I do. And I have, I've done comedy for over 30 years and I have really avoided political jokes, but I have a political joke that I do on the bus now. And it's pretty even-handed. It covers both sides of the equation. But I, I, the other day, I told a group of them, and I'll tell you this on the podcast, and I don't care who hears it. I'm not going to take a stand publicly on where I go. What happens in the voting booth to me is my private business, and it ain't nobody's business. But I will say this, and I said this to a bunch on the bus the other day, and the whole bus erupted in applause. I said, you can't tell me whether you're right or left, up or down, middle, backwards, or sideways. You cannot tell me. Out of 385 million of us here in America, that those two knuckleheads were our best choices on either side. Right. If you're a Republican, you got to admit that wasn't the best Republican we could have put up. And if you're a Democrat, you got to admit that there's so many talented, incredibly smart people on both sides of the aisle who would do a much better job of running this country. But they're too smart to run. But they're too smart to run, and these other people get keep being pushed up. But we haven't had you know anybody <laughs> decent in a while. Because everybody, they these guys just keep getting put up, and, and you can't tell me they're the best candidates. Now, that's like with the this last, <laughs> the qualifications must have been breathing. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, the joke I've and been that's doing. That's questionable. <laughs> the joke I've been doing on the tours is I say, I say I don't like political jokes. This is an old one, and I'm not the first person to say this, but I say I don't like political jokes because they tend to get elected. But um, I said the. But I don't care which side of the political fence you're on. This is funny. Teddy Roosevelt was a great Republican, and he said, speak softly and carry a big stick. And John F. Kennedy was a great Democrat. And he said, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And Joe Biden said, well, the way you get things done, you hold near and dear to, well, um, you know, anyway. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. And and then everybody just dies laughing, and I say, well, you know, there's there's world leaders all over the planet looking at their interpreters, going, "What did you say?" Look, you know, the other night we're on the street in Nashville, the police is standing by, and I do word for word what Joe Biden said. They arrested me for being drunk. Yeah. 
And I'm like, dude, I'm telling what he just said on the thing. They're like, now, nah, yeah, buddy, we hear you. Oh, no. Yeah. That's oh, what the president done did said. Right. <laughs> you know the thing? Boys, I had to take a break. I just came back. What y'all been talking about? <laughs> he don't lie, don't lie to you. He been here the whole time. Nodding his, nod his head vigorously. Yeah, we're in trouble now. Now, you know, hey, listen, we, we're not taking a side. We're just, the only side we take is America's side. We just want America, us all. Exactly. We just want us all to get along and do better. And, uh, you know, some things have changed a lot for the better in the last 40 years. When did supporting America become a bad thing? But a lot of things, explode. But a lot of things have changed for the worst. Yeah. And one of them is that. When did yeah. supporting the when country support become a America bad thing? become a bad thing? Well, that's when, when you start rewriting history. Yeah. You know, if you don't know where you came from, you don't, yeah. you know, you don't know where you're going, and you're doomed to repeat it. Sometimes. Okay, while we're on the edge right here and fixing to get in trouble with things we say, which I'm used to doing, <laughs> I'm going to take another break, man. No, you're not. Stay <laughs> right there a minute. I have a question. Okay, I understand the paid athletes and everything else, and they're going to kneel, brawl and not support the national anthem. But if you're an Olympic, a person going to represent America in the Olympics, yeah. How how is it okay for you to turn your back on the flag and then at the country that sent you, and you're gonna do that? I would rather take the pot smoking chick that run. Yeah. Than how that person. That's pretty. That's pretty good runner. That was pretty bad. That was, that was awesome the other day. Yeah. That's a few years ago. A few years ago, there was that one Olympic snowboarder that got busted because he tested positive for for marijuana, and they were like, "Well, first off, he's a snowboarder, so big surprise. But secondly, pot is not." A performance-enhancing drug. No, no, no. It's not going to enhance your performance. Uh, if he can, if he can smoke pot and still win, uh, boom! He should that, get extra points. He should get extra points, especially on the running one. That yeah. girl running, they got her fastest in the world. Pot, fastest in the world. The only way it enhanced anything is there was a bag of Doritos in the <laughs> so, That's the only thing. I might have kicked her up a notch then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trainer whispered to her, they got Doritos. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gone. Well, I'll tell you what, talk about that. I was just showing uh, Boo Boo before you got here, Megan, uh, that my nephew is a, a cowboy and he, he competes in some uh, uh, rodeo events and stuff. And he was doing a rodeo down in Lynchburg, Tennessee this last weekend. And my my niece-in-law, his his wife, rode out with the American flag at the beginning of the of the uh, event. Yeah, every one of them hardworking cowboys there with his hat over his heart. Yeah, on the back of his horse. Yep, hardworking folks who understand the freedom that we have in this country. Did you say that? they wasn't one of them kneeling? One one of them yeah. with his back turned. Not yep. one of them trying to make a grand statement other yep. than just respect. And I saw a T-shirt yesterday that really hit me hard. This guy was wearing a shirt that said, "Do not dishonor our flag if you never took the risk of coming home under it." Yeah. Did you see the video of the, of the of the racetrack that wasn't a NASCAR track that was doing the anthem? What all the guys said about it? I mean, no. He he goes to talk about. It. He said, "We're going to ask you to stand for our national anthem." Now, if you feel that you don't want to stand, he said, "Now we understand if you can't." If there's a medical problem and that you can't, uh, we understand, you know, uh, different things going on, you know, there's different circumstances. 
But if you feel that you don't want to stand for our flag, for the national anthem, we ask you please return to the gate so we can refund your money. I know for you to leave. And I was like, wow, NASCAR needs to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Going that really. I mean, he just flat out. If you don't want to do this, we ask. That's that fine. You just go get please your money go back. to the gate and, and get your refund. There you go. But you will not kneel or you will not do nothing at this racetrack that we have. There you go. Well, I think we've covered some really interesting stuff. We got a little bit more serious in this episode than uh, I knew we were going to, but I hope you liked it. If you did like it, great for you. If you didn't, well, suck it up, Buttercup. It's Boo-Boo's fault. (laughs) Boo-Boo told us to do this. See what happens when Boo-Boo takes a break? He wrote notes for us and told us what to say. Boo-Boo takes a break, leaves for one, two, three minutes. But if you have anything to tell us, if you have any comments, questions, anything, um, please send us an email at meetbuford at gmail.com. Please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those really help. Uh, tell everybody how much you love it. That's how other folks find the podcast. And they come see us on that, the Redneck Bus. Yes, come yeah. see us on the Redneck Bus. Please support BigfootSearchGear.com and CoffeeAndSugar.com. Follow us on social media. You can follow Biggins at Moonshiners Life. You can follow uh, Buford at Meet Buford. Um, across all the platforms, and you can follow Hillbillies in the Holler at Hillbillies on the Holler. <laughs> can we do a teaser right now? We got some really big news. Biggins dying to tell. We can't tell yeah. it right now. Can't Hi. tell it just yet, but we're going to tell it real soon. It is yeah. huge. Yeah. It's going to be big. So be sure and listen see. next week. All right, everybody, y'all have a good one. Come back and see us real soon here in glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo, and I'm Biggin. Y'all be good to each other. You've been listening to Three Hillbillies on a Couch, live from downtown Boogertown. You can follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler, at Moonshiner's Life, and at Meet Buford. Y'all come back now.